You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. everyone and happy Valentine's Day. I'm Melissa Link from the Archdiocese of Chicago Office of Catholic Schools. I'm joined remotely this morning by Ronnie Faison, principal at St. Francis de Sales High School, and we'd both like to welcome you to this edition of Catholic Schools today. We're broadcasting live on WNBZ Radio 750 AM, and we're also streaming live to our Facebook community and also on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, Ronnie. Are you there? I am. Good morning, Melissa. How are you? Happy St. Valentine's Day. Good. Happy St. Valentine's Day to you, too. I feel like it's been a long time no see. We've been out of the studio I, and remote, and I'm so excited to get to be with you, even remotely this morning. Oh, most certainly. And, and what a great day for us to do that. We got some amazing uh, guests today that we get to chit-chat with, and so it's, a, it's an exciting morning. It is. Before we meet our guests, I do have to ask you, as a proud principal of a Catholic high school, since it's Valentine's Day, what do you love the most about Catholic schools? Everything. Um, I can sit and gush about uh, St. Francis de Sales uh, for hours on end, uh, being a proud alum of the school and now back as their principal. There's nothing that I don't love about the work that we do. Um, the value that we give to students' lives are, are real. Um, I see it in every day, right? Last night during the Super Bowl, one of my kiddos texts me and he says, hey, Ms. Faison, did you just see that uh, Pringles commercial, commercial? And I go, yeah. And he was just, I mean, even the banter, little things are big things and we get to do that work together. So it's exciting. Um, but today we're going to be passing out goodies to all of our uh, teachers. I had these beautiful chocolate covered strawberries made for them. So we get wow. to just, it's an excuse to tell people that you love that you love them. So that's what I love about today. I love that. And I love Catholic school teachers too. I think if someone were to ask me the same thing, I would say that I love teachers the most in Catholic schools. I'm a little biased because I was a teacher for 17 years, but uh, I know that teachers really give their hearts and their souls to their students, as do principals um, and families, but teachers certainly are dedicated and committed just Most really beyond comprehension. So happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's. Thanks. Should we meet our first guests? Absolutely. Great. I'm so excited. I got to chit chat with them a little bit off air, so I'm excited. I'm excited too. First up this morning, we are pleased to welcome guests from Fenwick High School. Fenwick provides an environment that focuses on developing the whole student including rigorous academics, competitive athletics, and the Dominican Catholic pillars. Coach Dave Power has been giving life lessons, building community, and leading the Fenwick girls basketball team for the past 29 years, with two state championships and the most all-time wins in girls high school basketball in Illinois. During his final regular season home game last week, the basketball court was officially named Coach Power Court. Joining us this morning are Dave Power, head coach of the Fenwick girls basketball team, and Scott Tice, 
Director of Athletics at Fenwick. Welcome to you both. Welcome. How are you? Good morning. Good Thanks morning. for having us. Thanks for being here. So it's so exciting. I mean, I, I feel like we're like amongst uh, royalty here, right? Coaching royalty. Uh, 45 years coaching uh, Coach Dave, three-time Coach of the Year for the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, National Coach of the Year by EA Sports. I mean, what haven't you done is, is my question. My first, what haven't you done, Coach? <laughs> well, I didn't do that by myself. Uh, I've had a lot of great talent, great assistant coaches, and great leadership, and you have to have an athletic director that lets it happen. So, you know, what I haven't done, I'm going to find that out now that I'm not going to be coaching after this year. <laughs> I have to try to figure that out. Awesome. Can you talk a little bit about how you began in coaching? How did how did this life kind of pursuit start? Well, <clears throat> when I was in third and fourth grade, I was into science, running around with a butterfly net. My dad put up a hoop for my older brother playing basketball with his friends. I think I embarrassed him. One day I went to a game at Glenbard West, 1960, and saw the packed gym, saw 11 out 12 guys dunk and warm up, saw the concession stand, and saw the cheerleader. So all of a sudden I put the butterfly net down and started shooting hoops. And I discovered that my sister was way better than my brother or I in basketball. So that's kind of what got me started interested I think, in, in coaching basketball, in particular girls. I love Coach Dave how you immediately mentioned that you just you don't do it by yourself that it takes a team and you are in collaboration with so many people around you. Um, so I wonder um, if Scott's joining us, um, Scott, in your position as the director of athletics at Fenwick, since you probably know Coach Dave best, uh, what's the best part of working with him and collaborating with him? Yeah, I mean, there's so much that I enjoy working with Coach Power about. Um, you know, what I think over the years, one of the things that he's provided is just great institutional knowledge. He has great instincts when it comes to how can we help our kids become great students, great athletes, and great people. And in my position, there aren't a lot of people that I can turn to and say, you know, do you understand the pressure of parents and kids and coaches and, and teams? And he's one of those people that I've been able to turn to and get feedback that helps us Put our kids in the best position to be successful in life and that's something that he'll continue to help with um, beyond this year that's amazing that's absolutely amazing and one thing that i wonder right um is, is coach dave your record is a thousand and ten career basketball wins uh which is just i mean when you say that number out loud it's just incredible but you know, there, there. I, I assume were many losses in between those numbers, right? And what do you say to to a team when they experience one of those losses? What What is that that conversation like post game uh, with, with the with your kiddos? Well, in life, you're going to have losses, and I think it's how you deal with them. It's easy to deal with wins, and uh, I think you know being humble when you win, and when you lose, you, you realize that. Things will, another day will come, the sun will come up. You just have to learn how to deal with it and keep going forward. And uh, I have so many young women have done that in their lives, have gone on to professions, doctors, lawyers, super moms, teachers, and they all have had some setbacks, which is similar in a way to losing a game, I guess, especially a, a, what they think a big game. And um, 
I think that's one of life lessons that uh, you're not going to win every time. Not everyone's always going to get a trophy, but uh, you 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 deal with it and you move forward and make make things better for yourself and for everyone else. Yeah, it's such an important life lesson, um, and so good to have that uh, impact our, your students and the girls that you coach in such a positive way that they can take that with them and carry that lesson with them as they move forward into college and into their later years in life. Um, but you have won three Illinois State Championships, and two of them happen to have been at Fenwick. So we're curious to know what you remember about those championships or what you remember about those teams in particular as you worked with them throughout the years. Well, the first one, 1987, I was at Immaculate Heart of Mary High School in Westchester. And in 86, we thought we'd win it, and I had four starters come down with measles on the day of the super sectionals would decide if you go downstate or not. Uh, this 87, we did go down and we won it all. And Gene Pingator had not won one. He was at St. Joe's and, uh, it, it was, it was an exciting time. Uh, and I left there when Fenwick went co-ed. And when I left there, I had another team that was pretty, pretty sure they'd win a state title. And I came to Fenwick in 1992-93 with freshman girls only. And at that time, I was thinking, boy, it's going to be a long time before I get a team that, you know, can get to that level. And I was wrong. Happened pretty quick. Uh, 2001 uh, was a wonderful time. We went down there and uh, beat Marshall in the quarterfinal with a uh, young woman named Kathy Pondexter. She's a great player, plays in the WNBA. And that was, you know, a, a great accomplishment for the girls so quickly. In 2007, uh, my daughter, Erin, uh, led the team to a state championship and coaching her for the four years uh, was amazing. At times, I wish I was a little bit more of a dad than a coach uh, with her, but she ended up being a very strong leader. And today, uh, she still leads because she's my boss as department chairperson here <laughs> at Benwick. So, yeah, it's going. See, it pays to be nice, right? Uh, in my current role, right, I am the current principal. Some of my teachers are still here. So one of my uh, math teachers, he says all the time, it pays to be nice to your students because they may come back as your boss. Um, so, I mean, I think that's like a perfect a perfect segue to, to you, Scott. Scott, you're an alum of Fenwick, class of 1999. Um, what like what does that feel like to be back in this position, leading a school that obviously means so much to you? What does that feel like for you? It's great. I mean, I came back to Fenwick because I believe in the mission. Uh, being surrounded by people like Coach Power, our faculty, staff, we're mission focused. Um, and, you know, every day I really feel like our faculty, staff, coaches, administrators all collectively work together in the best interest of our kids. Uh, and I think Coach Power is the best example of that. And Scott, so Scott, is it safe to say that this is the dream job? Yeah, it has its moments, but I, I absolutely love Fenwick. Actually, my son will be a freshman next year, um, which will be awesome for me. I don't know if he'll love it as much, but um, yeah, it's. I started out as a teacher and coach, and uh, it's a place I absolutely love, and I'm fortunate to work at every single day with the people that I do. Yeah, it's so fun love to that. hear about people teaching and coaching their own kids. Um, I think that's just 
one of the gems of Catholic schools too is that there's um, a legacy for so many families with their school and there's such a tight-knit community that it's just a family of families um, mm -hmm. literally sometimes which is fantastic so Scott I'm wondering too if there's um, a favorite speech or a moment that you have with coach Dave <laughs> Um, my notes here in front of me say that Coach Dave is very talkative. So do you have a favorite moment or a favorite speech uh, that you remember? Well, there there are quite a few because if you know Coach Power, he's he's a unique uh, individual to say the least. But there are a couple that stand out. One, I was actually in his PE health class as a student. And he used to take us down to the gym and we would play pig or horse. And there would be 25 kids trying to knock Coach Power out. <laughs> and he would get us to the point where we both had PI. And whoever makes the next shot is probably going to knock out uh, the person that they're playing against. Well, he always reverted back to getting down on his knees and shooting a three-pointer to knock out the kids in his class. And <laughs> that's something I'll never forget. Uh, it was absolutely hilarious. And then as a young coach, I probably had seven wins. He had 800, and we would sit in the faculty cafeteria with the salt and pepper shaker, uh, talking X's and O's and, and going through those things. And for me, the humility, um, he, was all, he always prescribed the idea of a great idea is a great idea no matter where it comes from. Mm. And that's something I'll take with me for the rest of my career. That's fantastic. Stay with us, both of you. We are going to pause for a brief break. Um, but for all of our listeners, stay with us. There's more Catholic schools today coming your way. Catholic Charities, we fight hunger in Chicago throughout the year. Our six regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties work together to offer sit-down and to-go meals to anyone in need. We deliver meals to those who are homebound, and our eight food pantries offer three to four days of food supplies based on household size. Participants in these programs have the opportunity to learn about other Catholic charity services that strengthen individuals, families, and their communities. The challenges for those dealing with food insecurity are especially great during the winter months. To learn how you can help those who are hungry in your neighborhood, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7525. That's 312-655-7525. Thank you for your generosity. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. 
you may have never thought we were an option before. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful, life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. Welcome back, everyone, to Catholic Schools Today. I'm Melissa Link from the Archdiocese of Chicago Office of Catholic Schools. I'm joined remotely this morning by Ronnie Faison, principal at St. Francis de Sales High School. We're broadcasting live on WNDZ Radio 750 AM, as well as streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. We are back with guests from Fenwick High School. We're continued to be joined by Dave Power, head coach of the Fenwick girls basketball team, and Scott Tice. Director of Athletics at Fenwick. And we've been chatting a little bit about basketball at Fenwick and how Fenwick loves Coach Power. <clears throat> Welcome back to you both. So Coach Power, I got a question, right? You um, obviously had an amazing career. Um, why, why Fenwick, right? Why did you choose to spend um, you know, a large majority of your career at, at Fenwick? What were the things that kept you there? Well, they went co-ed in 1992, 93, and all my experience has been all girls Catholic schools. Um, and I thought it was a great opportunity, just not for me, but my family, uh, both my son, and my daughter were very young. And I thought Femo could be great because obviously at Mac at heart, my son couldn't go there. Um, so coming there and it was the challenge of taking a program from just the very beginning and seeing how I could take it, uh, how far I could take it. Um, so coming to Fenwick, it was the people, uh, in the early days at Rich Force, Dr. Quaid, uh, uh, we had Mr. Neitzler and just a bunch of people that I really kind of, you know, could see that they were really supportive of the school going co-ed. It was a big jump from being all boys school all that time. So I was just very impressed with the, uh, whole attitude i guess of the fact they wanted to make that work because my experience was uh with the all-girls school and it worked out beautifully the school has really grown uh scott's being a little modest he's had this year more hardware than you find at a hardware store he's gotten state championships uh in football cross country the girls took third in tennis They're probably missing one, so that's just this year alone so he's taking the athletic program. But the other thing was 
the students. Um, I really felt that the student body would embrace uh, kind of what my my idea, my goal, my dream of to take Fenwick into uh, a co-ed environment that not only was great for the boys, but great for the girls. And that that's what, how I see it today. It's, it's a wonderful place to be at. And it's been a, a fact that 29 years gone by very quickly, that's for sure. So I do have a selfish question, right? Uh, what, what advice would you give to a school, right, who was rebuilding their sports programs, right? Uh, and, and what advice would you give them as they start on that on that progress toward uh, growing into a school like Fenwick? Like what, would advi what advice would you have for them? Well, <clears throat> you have to stress the academics. Uh, you see that kids are going to, you know, great top-notch schools. Um, and the academics are really strong. That's always for girls a real important thing, but for the boys as well, because you know they're not going to go pro. Most of them will not. Me and you go pro, and the girls' side, the WNBA doesn't pay much more than a lot of other jobs. Um, so I would say here's my little prescription: is get the kids when they're very young, third grade, second grade, fourth grade, and start programs for them, whether it's camps, clinics, um, travel programs, but do it yourself. Don't depend on others. You have to have hands-on and get relationships going. You build those relationships and you'll have uh, a fair number of kids come to your school and not all of them are gonna come, but to make your program uh, successful. I Thank love you so much for that. Love that focus on academics and relationships. And coach, if I'm hearing you correctly, as I'm listening kind of between the lines, um, I'm kind of hearing a love for empowering women too, um, which really strikes me because I was a teacher in girls schools as well, like you for, for 14 of the 17 years that I was a Catholic school teacher in three different girls schools. Um, so would that be fair to say that in your coaching career, you really were intentional about empowering women and about um, being inclusive to women and making sure that girls have the same opportunities as boys in athletic programs? That question is for me? That question is uh, yes. for you, sure. I, going back to earlier, my sister proved to me that uh, girls are getting a short end of the stick. Uh, thank God for uh, Title IX, 1972, it, it all changed. And that's what I think this sports provides for, for, for women. And I also like the all-girls school versus the co-ed school. It's, it's, it's a, you know, whatever niche you fall into, whatever you feel more comfortable with. But as far as empowering young women, I think that they realize that they can go on to great things. Uh, the job market's really improved. Uh, you know, going up the ladder a lot further than we used to. We still have a little more work to do. But I hope that when the young girls are done being with me for three, four years, some of them I can't believe would be that long, um, have learned uh, to deal with a little bit of pressure, deal with a little bit of uh, adversity. And that, I think, makes them a lot stronger. Fantastic. Thank you for that. I think, you know, as we talk about, you know, St. Valentine's Day, and I want to get it right because uh, 
you know, Tom Zabierski would kill me if I just said Valentine's. So St. Valentine's Day. Um, what are things that the two of you love about Fenwick, right? What 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 has made you uh, fall in love with, with the school as a whole? I can only speak for myself. Um, I fall in love with Francis a little more every day. I take my drive six minutes to work every day and I go, they pay me to do this job, right? It, it still feels, uh, I still get butterflies, right? What are the things about Fenwick, right, that gives you those proverbial uh, butterflies? Yeah, I th just to start, I, I think Coach Power hit it on the head. Relationships is huge. Uh, coach to coach, teacher to student, coach to athlete, parent to school community. I mean, it all matters. I think relationships are huge. And the other thing I love about Fenwick is I really think we tap into every kid's unique potential. And that's our mission to help kids achieve their unique potential in and out of the classroom. Uh, clubs and activities, athletics, science, math, social studies, on down the line. Uh, that's something I love about Fenway. Coach Power, how about yourself? The thing I liked uh, all my uh, friends in the faculty end, uh, in particular the science, believe it or not, maybe that goes back to my butterfly days. Um, there's a retired Golden Apple winner, Ramsey Ferran who coached the academic teams. They had various names, the Jets, you know, NH, whatever. All I can tell you is I call them the Brainiac teams. Kids are really smart and they competed against other schools. And uh, they won almost all the time. They actually won a national championship. I think they came in second a couple times. And I enjoyed realizing that coaching doesn't just have to be sports. It can be activities, it can be you know, various things. You're, as a teacher, you're coaching, so you're always coaching, and uh, so I learned that. And the support teachers that come to a lot of the games, and that's the the first thing. The second one is the kids. Uh, I always feel like we have more kids that uh, remind me of Leave It to Beaver. I know that dates me, but uh, that era. I mean, they're just really great kids, and I really look forward to seeing them each day and. When I walk the halls, hey, Coach Power, because of the mass, most of the time I don't even know who they are, but, but it, it's it's a great feeling. Love that. Love that, too. That's so Dominican, Coach. I've taught at two Dominican schools, and really just the preaching through action and the preaching through coaching and preaching through positivity and preaching through good words sounds like something that you're committed to and something that you do every day. Um, Scott, we're wondering as we wrap up if you can give us a phone number or a website for our listeners who might want to learn a little bit more about Fenwick. Sure. Our website is www.fenwickfriars.com and our telephone number is 708-386-0127. Uh, give us a call, shoot us an email, check our website out. Uh, it's a great, great place for all students, athletes, people interested in being successful in high school and beyond. Great. Thank you very much, Scott. Thank you very much, Coach Dave, for being with us today. We are going to pause now for a brief break, but stay with us. There's more Catholic schools today coming your way. Thank you. 